Welcome to the Unfunny Kevin Show. I am your host, Kevin Melody. It's Monday, November 1st, and it's uh, your fucking rent's due. Why, why are you listening to me? Are you behind? Are you behind on your rent? Why are you behind on your rent? Did you lose your job to COVID? Did you lose your job to automation? Did you lose your job because you can't really keep a job? Are you just you just keep hopping around job to job? Are you afraid of having a job? That's fine. This is a safe space. Have you never been employed? I'd imagine a lot of my listeners are people who have never been employed. If you're listening to me every Monday, something's wrong with you. No, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Welcome to the circus. I am your ringleader, the unfunny Kevin show hosted by Kevin Melody, who is I. Happy to be here um, every Monday with you folks. I uh, We're going to jump into my week because that's what this is all about. I hope your week was good. Halloween. I didn't see any blue pumpkins. Remember that episode? Halloween rules. Go listen to that. It was funny. I was upset about all these weird things I saw on Twitter. I saw none of them in real life. I saw no blue pumpkins. Everybody was fucking out there and having fun. And I mean, it was great. Um, It was interesting. A lot of weird things happened (laughs) last week. Um, Halloween was like actually the most normal. I went to like a little um, party that was nice, you know, just a very low key gathering, carved a pumpkin, had a couple drinks. Um, I then I went home and watched Curb Your Enthusiasm because it's back. So <laughs> I was it was it was very, very nice, very normal. Um, last week, there was just a bunch of chaos with my day job and it made me evaluate having a day job. I was like. It's funny when you're in this position, like I've been thinking about doing a Patreon for so long and I really think that maybe January I'll do it just for extra bonus content and stuff, but also a way to just fucking stash some extra cash aside and hurry up project quit my job because the thing is, is like I can, you can attain a certain level of success based on your dedication and your, your time commitment, right? Like in my job that I'm currently in, I'm only making the you know the amount of money I make, and I I only have the amount of respect I have because of I put forty hours a week for ten years or whatever into this shit, you know. So it's like that's how it works, stupid. That's how it works with everything. That's how it works with your craft. That's how it works with your fucking side business, your hustle, right? It's the amount of time plus experience in the game equals money. That's how it works. So it's very interesting. I sit here and I go, how have I done this much? I've done a lot given the fact that I spend 40 hours a fucking week at this job. So in my head, it's like, well, what happens then? Once you take the training wheels off motherfucker, but you know, I have some cash commitments on a life. I need to keep at least for now. Right? So just looking forward, looking ahead. Hopefully it's like next year is just like nonstop fucking stand up and then nonstop podcasting, nonstop tapped in, tapped in music.com. And if you guys continue to support me, I can keep doing it. You know, it's fucking exciting. It's really awesome. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so a lot of shit was going on, made me evaluate having a day job. Um, and you know, it's funny. It's a lot of it has to do with change and, um, People aren't, you know, especially like in the industry I work in, people just hate change. 
You know, they're just like, oh, why? Why do we have to do it this way now? What about the old way? The old, the old way was done on paper. Well, I don't want to use the iPad. Why do I have to use the iPad? Well, I don't want to use the DocuSign. People still have pens, don't they? It's like it's, it's like dealing with toddlers. But it's not like dealing with toddlers. It is dealing with toddlers. Like a lot of these professionals, air quote, are simply large children. Large, like fully grown babies with deep pockets. That's the other caveat. Um, and that makes me in a position where I have to deal with them. And it's fine. I'm fine. I'm built for management at this point. I've been dealing with it for so long that I don't know. I don't have much of an ego. So like big personalities like roll off of me and it makes me puzzling but calming to them. They're like, I can't quite figure him out because he won't get angry. <laughs> but I respect him and like him for that reason, too. You know, so it's fine. I'll be fine. Job's fine. Everything's fine. It's just funny. It made me realize like how different people adapt to stressful situations and how like a lot of my trauma and shit I've been through in my life really helps me deal with shit different. I deal with shit with a lot of grace and a lot of poise the way other people might not. And that's cool. That's cool. And also, I don't, I, I there was a time in my life where I maybe was a bit more jaded, but I've taken the approach of, I know some shit you might not know. So I know one thing, we're going to be okay. Right. So I've been more positive about the things I've gone through rather than leveraging them in a negative way. You know, like you could you could go through a lot of shit and then just be like, man, the shit that you're dealing with, it's nothing because I've been through this instead of being like, I see you. You're valid. Your struggles are real. Objectively, it might not be that big of a deal. However, I'm not taking it away from you. I'm letting you know as someone who has been through equal to or greater than trauma. You're going to be fine. And that's why we're all here, folks. This is the trauma circus. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, last week, I also had a bit of um, just a bit of interesting shit go down, you know, just thoughts that I had and shit that I was writing. And I see it as like, I don't know, comedy, comedy to me is it's it's interesting to say the least. But one of the things I've taken from podcasting and just writing jokes and like talking to people and, and throwing things out and seeing how it affects people is like a lot of people like their grilled cheese and their tomato soup. That's their menu. You know, it's like me, me and, and me and Michael, we wake up every day. We put our pants on and then we go to the cafe on the corner and we have a cup of coffee and then we read a book. That's that's then it's our book hour. And then, well, we have our, our grilled cheese and our tomato soup and and then we, we do another book hour and then we we pack it in for the evening around three PM and we go to bed. And we do this every day. And it's like that's who they are. Like a lot of people only want their one thing, you know, and you can apply it to people that are like ultra religious, like people that are like, you know, oh, dear, it's it's only it's Jesus for me or bust. I don't talk to think about look at observe anybody else in this fucking biodome I live in 
Oh boy. And there's people that are like, you know, on the other side, like, oh, you know, I don't go near a, a religious person. Ew, dude. I'm fucking agnostic, dude. I'm atheist, dude. Hey, you're a grilled cheese and tomato soup guy too, fuckhead. And I like to use comedy. And I think that a great thing it's done to a lot of people's lives is expand their menu. And at the very least, it'll expand your ingredient base. Maybe you won't buy my uh, my spaghetti and you just want your tomato soup with your grilled cheese, but maybe you'll take one of my ingredients. Maybe you'll take some chili spice that I threw at you. Maybe an idea I threw that didn't necessarily stick, you'll still walk away with it. And maybe you'll apply it in some other way. And there you go. I helped you out. I don't think you need to agree with everything. I think it's okay. I think it's all right. I think it's okay to expand your menu too. You know? Like I'm somebody that I just feel like because I've loved like soaking other people's shit. Like I'm somebody that just loves sitting with someone who's in their 70s and listening to them fucking just spout what they hate about the world, what they used to love about the world, what they love about the world now. And I can get a good picture of, you know, where we're at as a society and like where we're probably headed, right? Because if you really think about the people that are shaking their canes at what the world is today, you got to just ask them, well, what was it before? And then you go, holy shit. Not that you agree that it was great before, but you go, holy shit, it's changed. And that's what I have to say to you, tomato soup uh, grilled cheese lovers. The menu needs to expand for you because the only truth is it will change. So that's a good way to talk about Lucy J C B D. As the world changes, you need to relax and have some Lucy J. I'm just kidding. If you're trying to chill and relax after a long day, Lucy J CBD pre-rolls are your best bet. The CBD version of Lucy J is not intoxicating, but most people report a sense of well-being and uplifting mood from that CBD flower in the pre-roll. There's a calming effect from the CBD and terpenes in that premium hemp flower. Be sure to follow IG and Facebook at Lucy J CBD. And I'll be giving away Lucy J CBD this week. Go ahead and uh, stay tapped in with me on Instagram, Unfunny Kev, and I will promote a Lucy J CBD giveaway, which I will be conducting all this week, and I'll be sending it out next week. And I will not tell you the details here. I will only tell you the details uh, through Instagram. Shout out Lucy J CBD. What a great segue to talk about change. <laughs> no, I mean, look, man, it's real. It's real. I just these are just thoughts that I have. You know, I listen. I listen to. My grandmother, who's an Iranian immigrant and suffers from like low grade dementia at the moment. And I listen to my grandfather, who's like this like Irish, uh, German, Italian dude from like New Jersey that is much older and, um, you know, arguably lucid. Um, but not nevertheless, it's just funny. Like he like he was telling me the other day, he's like, have you have you heard of have you heard of Let's Go, Brandon? And I looked at him kind of funny and I was like, no, what do you mean? And he's like, you're not, you're not on Facebook or on the Twitter or you don't, you don't pay attention to the news. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, well, a great thing happened. Mind you, this guy's like 
uh, born again Christian um, and, con- and deeply conservative air quotes. Um, he's like, yeah, you didn't hear about let's go Brandon. I'm like, no, what? tell me about let's go. Brandon. He's like, Oh my God. <laughs> he like slaps the table. He's like, let's go Brandon. You- okay. So here's, here's what happened. And then he like proceeded to tell it to me like with such grace, like he was, and, and he was happy. He was so happy. It was like the happiest I've seen him talk about anything in so long he was so happy he was like uh let's go brandon is basically this big mishap see the mainstream media that's a buzzword you know the second you hear that kind of turn your ears off but not that i think the the media in general does a great job of anything but you know when it comes from someone that looks like my grandpa is from my grandpa's era you already know it's, it might be like QAnon or whatever so but he's not he's not he's awesome but anyway he Saw something on fucking Fox News. And it was to the extent or to the effect of there was some kind of NASCAR rally or something. And there was this driver. I think his name was Brandon something. Who cares? The audience at this fucking, you know, redneck circle jerk running around. You know, they're like, let uh, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. So I was just going on in the background, which, you know, hey, that's kind of funny, like on the surface. And I guess someone, you know, MSNBC or CNN, whoever the fuck, was like, oh, they're screaming, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And then I guess, I mean, this is out of the fucking loop I am. Um, Fox took that and they reported on how they were misreporting on the fuck Joe Biden chance and that now like prominent people um, are ending their speeches with like, let's go Brandon as a way to say fuck Joe Biden. And my grandpa's like, Oh, this is great. It's hilarious. Like he was like actually excited about this phenomenon. And I was like, these guys are pussies. What the fuck? Why don't, first of all, Everything's like blocked up and locked up. We're like we, we're declaring war on ourselves, and we have zero dollars. And China like owns us, and we're excited about let's go, Brandon. Why don't why don't these guys go in there and actually say fuck Joe Biden? That would get my dick hard. That's interesting, and it's even more interesting to hear someone from the Biden camp be like, "Hey, fuck you, Joe." Manchurian candidate or whatever that guy's name is. Hey, fuck you, uh, Ted, Ted, Tedithy Cruz. Like, let's have real discourse. I don't want this weird fucking foreplay. Let's go, Brandon. It's like, aren't we supposed to be? We're supposed to be like th- facts, not feelings. Let's go, Brandon is like the wackest feeling. Ugh. It's like so PG. Give me a fucking break. It's boring. I'm bored. I want real good controversy. Like, uh, like you've gone soft on me, Grandpa. Tell me something weird. Tell me something radical, you know? Let's go Brandon. It's fucking benign. Juvenile. I, I don't care, you know? I don't, I don't care about Biden or Joe Manchurian or the Republican Party or the Democrats. It's just really funny and odd that that's like a thing. It's like, God, bring, give me something juicy. But, uh, but yeah, so I learned about that last week. That was fun. I took my uh, grandpa to lunch. <sighs> but yeah, it's, um, it's a weird, it's an interesting time, man. It's a really interesting time. <sighs> and that's Buffalo Trace with no ice. 
happy Monday. I hope you guys had a really great week and you had fun on Halloween. I know a lot of people went out and got all fucked up and um, I know a lot of people got their booster. I know a lot of seniors that got their booster shot last week. Another insanely boring, hot topic, right? Are you getting your vax? Did you get your booster? Did you get your booster? It's like the next thing, immediately the next thing. It's like, it's just boring. The news cycle is like fucking boring. Other than I did see something that said uh, Joe Biden is willing to uh, uh, drone Iran. That's fucking exciting. Jesus. And he was sleeping at some summit. It's like, I don't know. It's like every other headline is terrifying, terrifying. We're, we're bankrupt or whatever. And the next thing's like, let's go, Brandon. Have you guys heard of the craze? And then it's like, Joe Biden is willing to to strike drones on Iran at any minute. And it's like, oh Jesus, I have family there. That's awful. Like, what is this? What we call like international diplomacy? Like, what the fuck is this? And then it's like, uh, did you hear about the the new craze? It's called the. Rick and Morty, have you seen the TikTok? Uh, this dude, Soldier Boy, he does the Rick, 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 Rick and Morty song. Have you heard it, son? That's the new headline. It's like Jesus Christ. Why has th- why is this happening? Why is this the new thing? It's just fucking ugh. It's gross. It's gross. Uh, Artie Lang is back with a podcast. Fucking love Artie Lang. I have a great Artie Lang story. I was uh, I was young. I was like 20, 24 or something. I was doing stand-up very sparingly, and I was podcasting a little bit. And um, I was up really late one night. I was drunk. I don't know if I was on a cocktail of drugs or what, what it was. It was just a late night. It was like maybe 5 in the morning. And I was watching this Artie Lang movie called uh, Beer League, and I tweeted at him. At like five in the morning, like, you know, L.A. time. And he responded from New Jersey at like 8 a.m. his time. And it was like the craziest thing that ever happened to me. He followed me on Twitter. We talked, uh, you know, through comments and stuff. And it wasn't too long after that. Artie kind of disappeared. And Artie came back as of today, Monday, with a new podcast, um, which you can find like on YouTube. And he's got a Patreon so you can support uh the great Artie Lang, um, just an insane comedic voice. And, uh, yeah, it was funny as fuck. I was like, holy shit, Artie's back. That's great. You know, that's cool. It's a good win for comedy. Um, good to hear him healthy and stuff. He was going through a lot of sobriety issues and drug use and stuff like that. But, um, who the fuck hasn't? So yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild week, man. It's been a wild week today. Um, I'll leave you with this. I went to a, uh, this poke place to pick up some food and I brought my little notebook I have this it's like a leather notebook don't get excited it's not like expensive it's shitty leather it's like a it's from Argentina or something but but I ordered it on Amazon a while ago and I have these little cheap like they're like memo pads 48 pages small like pocket sized and they fit right into the notebook so I write my jokes like someone from fucking the 50s on paper I'm, I'm not one of these people i don't really like writing it in my phone and today it came back to bite me in the fucking ass because i wrote like a shopping list and then i had this notebook in the holder 
that I hadn't really looked at in a while. So I don't know what was written in it exactly. I don't know if there's like jokes I didn't work out or something I just thought was funny that I wrote down. But it was a pretty half written, a, a decent amount of the notebook was full. And I went to this poke place and I checked my pockets because I was wearing these goddamn joggers that have two pockets. So I had my phone, keys, wallet, mask, notebook in hand. And I went, I'm not going to, I can't lose this notebook. This is important. This is my joke book. This is my life. So I go get the poke. And unfortunately, like the jackass that I am, I get all the way home on my lunch break to have my fucking poke. And sure enough, no notebook. And I went through this crazy moment where I'm like, oh my Christ, what did I write in the notebook? Is everybody going to see what I wrote in the fucking notebook? Like I went through a panic attack because I was like, what have I written in there? Did I write something half baked? Oh, Christ. Like what if I was going to write something about, um, you know, uh, what if I was going to write something about like uh, 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 the fucking um, uh, uh, the shit that's going on with uh, my, that my grandpa brought up? What if I was writing something about the fucking let's go Brandons and I had just written that down? People might misunderstand what I was trying to say. There's no tone. Oh, no. And then it's just like, a, what if I was writing something about uh, the LGBTQ community? Not something against them. Not something for them. What if I was just trying to work something out? And I wrote it down and it was awful. And it doesn't make sense because it's not really a written joke. And it's not fully baked. And it's it's in the notebook. And I was like, you know, I'm a fucking clown. Who cares? I'm a comedian. That's what I am. If you open that book... And you see something awful, that's on you. That's not my fault. Don't look at the shit that I left behind. So I call the place, and of course, it was like a fucking rush hour. There's no way they read it. They're like, yeah, we got your notebook. It's here. It's in the lost and found. Come pick it up. So I go to pick it up, and this girl who was behind the counter, I went, hey, could I get my notebook? And then she like looked at me kind of funny. She goes, are you talking about the, the little leather-bound thing? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, we got your joke book. <laughs> Good night. That was it. <laughs> I was like, what? That bitch, how did she know it's a joke book? You know, I didn't say that, but in my head, I'm like, oh, Christ. And she giggled. She fucking giggled. There's no way she didn't look in it. But then I got it back and I looked in it and everything was benign. There was actually some funny shit about my grandpa that I had written, but it was nothing bad. But that like kind of smug giggle. I was like, oh shit, did she take pictures of it? Am I somewhere on Twitter? Am I on someone's Reddit thread? Fuck. But no, I'm safe. It's fine. Who cares? It's all good. Uh, if you want to stay tapped in with me and stay up to date on my stand-up and what I'm doing, follow me at unfunnykev on Instagram. Be sure to support us at tapped in on Instagram, tappedinmusic.com. Watch all of our interviews. Support the brands, please. Support Lucy J C B D LucyJCBD.com. Write me an email, the unfunny Kevin Show at gmail.com. Send me your questions, funny stories, sponsorship inquiries, and more. Thank you guys for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you can, if you have an iPhone, leave us a five-star review in the Apple Podcast Store and leave a comment. It's really important we rack up comments, make a funky name. 
You can be anonymous, but just leave a very good review for the show, guys. Really appreciate it. It makes all the fucking difference in the world. Thank you for listening to me every week. Continue to share the show. Unfunnykevin.com has every single fucking episode. And I'll be sure to keep you in the loop as we expand into Patreon and beyond. Thank you so much for listening and um, have a great week. Thank mm-hmm. you.